0: Hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of This Is My Life. In the first episode I did, I was telling you about my story, about my battle with anxiety and depression, and I want to continue that today. Um, So, where I ended my first podcast was where my family and friends had rallied round and started uh, supporting me and it was great it it was wonderful to know that uh, family and friends cared and I knew that I could talk to them but deep down I was still battling with my demons I was still battling with my depression and anxiety Other issues that I that I have, and still have, ha- no, I still have them. Um, but I was still going to work. I was still playing, playing a role of everything's fine and everything's fantastic, doing what I had to do to support my family and make sure that the bills was paid and um, just doing what I had to do Um, but I knew I was hanging on I knew I was the slightest little thing could push me over the edge so I knew that I needed more help than I was getting so uh, I decided to go back to the doctors I had a discussion with the doctor um, so they put me on medication um, which I didn't want to do which I was I just I just didn't want to do it the thought of being on medication me. but again I had the discussion with the doctor and like I said, you need that help, you need that support and maybe this will be the the push-up that you need. So I decided to do what the doctor told me and uh, I went on medication. We discussed uh, some of the early effects whilst taking the medication and how it will make me feel. So I was prepared uh, in that respect to do it. So I started taking them, and you know, I I, I did feel uh, a sense of calm after a, uh, a few days, and I did get flurries of anxiety, but not as much as I as I did. Um, my wife at the time was a she enjoyed a running; she still does. Um, so she uh, said, "Why don't you try it?" So we we went on a run. Um to say I was um exhaust, exhausted um is an understatement um I had to stop a few times um but I did it um I kept moving forward um so you know um I felt good after it, so i, I carried it on um for quite a for well over a year um I joined. Many a competition. I did a a five k Wigan five k. They call. It. Um, I did a, a Wigan ten k. Uh, I've done a Wigan half mile. It's uh, all at once. There's a few years in between that um, and I enjoyed it. Um, injuries, bad joints, bad knees. They've. Put a stop to that now. But I did enjoy it; I really did. And um, I do, I still keep active. And um, it was good. I felt I felt brilliant. Um, but I did lose a lot of weight. Um, that was one of the side effects of the tablets as well. You um, one was either you put weight on or you you lose weight. I understand that. Uh, my running uh, I was doing it a lot obviously that would uh, take its effect but I did lose a lot of weight I was very very thin and uh, the more I looked at myself and people were saying you're too thin, you're too thin I didn't see that I didn't recognise that Um, I saw someone who was still fat I saw someone who was still when I was at my heaviest I was probably I was probably touching 19 stone um, and when I look at the pictures I was then compared to now it, it is it is amazing that the resemb- people don't recognise that it's me at 19 stone to who I am now Um so I didn't see what they saw I I just carried on doing what I was doing and I lost a lot of weight I think I got down to about 11 stone um, and uh, I still didn't see it I still didn't believe them um, and uh, I'm, I'm alright now I've put a bit more weight on I do keep like I said I do keep myself active Um, but I still have that thought process of when I look in the mirror I don't see what people see I see a fat person and that's one of my issues one of my faults and that is something that I have to deal with on a daily basis um, when I was at my lightest I would uh, if I say I had a a pizza on Friday night every Friday night we always order eight. Um it's a bit of a tradition in the house um, so we always order out and I would if I had a pizza or a burger and chips or something something along them lines I would punish myself the next day I wouldn't I would probably eat one meal the next day because I thought in my mind I thought well I've put X amount of weight on you don't want to be 19 stone again and I did that and I punished myself I I starved myself to make sure that what I ate Came off. That's how my mind worked. Um, I don't do that now, but um, I, st- I still have them demons of. I've um, of seen a fat person, and I've I've never told anyone that. I've I've never um, opened myself up like that. Um, and that's something that whoever listens to this out there, um you're the first person I've I've told. And it's scary, yes, but it feels good to to, to tell that, you know, it, it does. So getting back on track, we uh me and my wife like I said, we was keeping fit, we was doing good Um, our wedding anniversary came up and we spent a lovely, uh, we had an overnight stay in Liverpool, it was fantastic and it was brilliant we had a lovely time the hotel was fantastic we had cocktails and and everything else Um, and as good as it was and and as as as, um, as fantastic as it was, um, I found myself wanting. We had we had a few drinks. I should explain. We had a few drinks, and I got a bit tipsy. Um, so we came home, and after the the night out, and I got that that taste, that taste of. of of alcohol again and I thought yeah it's good that it's, it's, it's great that yeah. yeah I enjoyed that um, but I knew I couldn't I knew I couldn't I knew I couldn't do it I knew and I and I didn't do it I didn't go back doing that route of, of drinking and I'm glad that I didn't go back doing that route of drinking um, so for that, I am, I'm also pr- I'm very proud of, of that um, so with me starting on medication going back to that, I do apologise I, I do digress um, I had to tell work that I was on medication um, so I went to my manager and I explained everything that was going on with me. Uh, they was very surprised um, because they thought, you know, you've you've hit it pretty well. Um, and they was great. They offered me uh, whatever uh, appointments I needed to go to uh, with the doctor. They would pay me um, if they could find... Uh, counselling for me they would help you know uh, to to pay for that um and uh, and I've never done counselling um uh well I've never did counselling up, up to to till now. Um and uh they were great they were fantastic. I couldn't ask for anything more. Um my supervisor, on the other hand, he he made my life a miserable he was He was not a nice person. He uh, singled me out. so where I was already feeling glow, I was getting even lower. Uh, my work colleagues, my friends, they could see what was happening. Um, he didn't believe that I was uh, suffering with anxiety and depression because I would go on a, a works function where uh, uh, where we go go karting. Um, he was. He said to a, a friend of mine who was the team leader, um, he can't have. He can't be depressed or have anxiety because he's going go karting. So. It's, you can you can you can go to a party. You can go to a function. You could go to to a whatever. You can you could be laughing. You can be joking, but inside is what matters. And he, it got to a point where I couldn't cope anymore. So I spoke to my manager about him. Um, we were supposed to have a meeting together to clear the air. He never held that meeting with me. He never talked to me. So I had to do something. I had to do something because if I didn't, it was going to me. So I moved. I moved to another. We have different factories. I moved to another department, totally out of his way. And it was uh, the best move I did. Uh, the people there there was uh, there's a few people that I've known since childhood Uh, a few people that I've worked with in in previous jobs Um, and uh, they knew what was a factory like ours it soon gets round, and they knew what was uh, what was happening Um, so it was uh, and they was very supportive it was fantastic so uh, I couldn't be any I couldn't be more happier with uh, what was happening um, a few weeks had gone by and I turned 14 they all bought me a cake and cards and it was very I got I got a bit upset it was touching it was very nice of them. Uh, they didn't have to do it but they did it and it was it was really nice um it shows that when you're down and and they knew I was down um, even though they didn't you know, they, they put their arm around me and you know, they they made me feel good and, and for that I will always be truly thankful for that um, the other thing that um, I want to uh, express is they never um they never opened up about, even though they knew what was going on. They never mentioned it. They treated me just the same. Um, we would have a laugh and a joke. We would have banter. You know, they would call me. They would do whatever. Um, and I like that. I don't. I don't want to be wrapped up in cotton wool. I don't want to be um, uh, um, singled out. You know being treated differently I don't want that I didn't want that and it was fantastic um, so I, I enjoy that I, I, I really did like that and uh, I had a few my brother-in-law he was another one he didn't understand what I was talking about you know he came around one day and uh, was like well, well if you got to meet depressed and anxiety, uh, depressed for what you know what you fucking got I went what do you mean Luke what I fucking got he said well he says you've got a good house you've got a good job you've got a wife you've got a son I said well what does that matter he said well fucking step out of it and the pure ignorance of that really got to me um told him to leave, I told him to go he he, he was he was slightly he was a bit drunk but I told him to go I didn't, that that really that really aggravated me um, so I told him to go and uh, he left and he never said nothing he's never said nothing uh, he didn't say nothing the day after he didn't come round or apologise he didn't, he didn't do nothing because in his eyes he said nothing wrong he was He'd probably in his eyes, he was giving me a boot up the ass. But it doesn't work like that. If any of you know, uh, are suffering with anxiety and depression, you know that. It doesn't work like that. So, um, that's where I would say it was a turning point. I thought I was on the opiate. Moved to another factory. I was, you know, I was great, um, and things were looking good, brilliant. Um, and then things fast forward. A few more years, a few more grey years. I'm still battling my demons I'm I'm still got the anxiety I've still I still get depressed but the one thing uh, I do I manage I try to manage it now there is one thing that Really gets on my nerves. i was going to swear there, but I won't. Is when you're down, you don't and you can't get yourself up, back up, and people turn around to you and say, "Have a positive mindset. I have a positive mindset. Come on, think positive. How on earth, how on earth, can you think positive when you are at your lowest?" And I'm I'm going to tell you something now, if people turn around to you and say, when you are down, try and think more positive. Don't listen to them. Do not listen to them. Learn how to manage. When you are there, you've got to learn how to manage that mood. You've got to learn how to manage your anxiety. You've got to learn how to deal with things when you have a good day you can have a positive mindset and treat and, and them good days they are brilliant and go forward with a positive mindset enjoy them good days but it, the thing that i've started to do i've started to educate myself on uh, anxiety and depression i'm reading more about it i'm i'm trying to learn more about how to cope with it uh i've I'm doing my, uh, I'm going to start doing my counselling for the issues of my anxiety and depression and my other issues that I have. And I'm proud of who I am. I'm not ashamed of who I am. Um, But I just want people to understand what I've just said educate yourself learn how to manage it do a CBT course go to counseling talk to people talking is is the most therapeutic thing that you can do I'm doing these podcasts because I feel good about it I'm talking about my experience and it's good if I get one listener or I help one person that is the main thing that is my point in doing this this for me is therapeutic and I enjoy doing it and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoy doing it and enjoy the good days enjoy them embrace them go running out in the streets dirt naked with everything waving about and I hope that you find that help I hope that you get that help and I hope that in some way this or what I'm doing is... is going to help you... Um, and... again I'm... not perfect... I'm not the finished article... I don't think... Uh, I ever... personally I think I will always battle... with anxiety... depression... and my other issues... which I discussed but that's me that is me and I'm learning to deal with that and whoever is listening out there if you're feeling down or you're feeling anxious you are braver than you think you are fabulous and I hope I hope get the help because never ever think that you're alone because you're not and that is my life that is who I am and I will continue to tell you stories I will continue to tell you my journey as it carries on and I hope that you've enjoyed listening to this and I hope you have a good Friday or what remains of it because I'm telling this story at nearly 8 o'clock um, but have a good Friday, have a great weekend and as I always say be good, be kind and be safe